Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Boomer Geo coming alive live the Ford Talk Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So Lamar Jackson becomes available yesterday with this non-exclusive franchise tag. And the reason I phrase it that way is because teams are allowed to negotiate with him. And if you want Lamar Jackson, you could drop a contract with him. You could have him in the building. And then the Baltimore Ravens have an opportunity to match that contract. Or you get to have to give up two first-round picks to the Baltimore Ravens if Lamar Jackson doesn't get that contract matched by the Ravens. And all accounts are, as we have talked about from the second that the contract happened with Deshaun Watson, that that is what Lamar Jackson wants. And he wants more than what Deshaun Watson got because he believes he is the better player and has done more and hasn't had a scandal off the field. And the interesting part about this, is we touched on it earlier, is... The Atlanta Falcons, when you brought that up about them being the destination for Lamar Jackson, I mean, it just, it, it, it made sense. I mean, it was just sort of the perfect destination if he was going to go somewhere else. So the second that you see it's the non-exclusive franchise tag with Lamar Jackson, Falcons. And then immediately, the Atlanta Falcons, every beat reporter in America for the NFL comes out. The Atlanta Falcons will not be pursuing quarterback Lamar Jackson per sources. Why? What is the reason? Is it because, as you mentioned, there's some you know the thought out there that, that Lamar Jackson could have played and did not play at the end of the season and in the playoff game because of this contract situation, which is one of the worst looks ever, if true? Is it the fact that these owners do not want to give Lamar Jackson the Deshaun Watson contract because they got to stop that? They can't continue that precedent that was set. Is it because people don't want to give Lamar Jackson any sort of money because they don't think he's going to be durable enough? Is it a combination of all of these things? I don't know. But just the fact that this guy being available and then teams like putting it out there through beat reporters that we don't want him is is mind blowing. Well, the amazing thing to me is that he won the MVP the second year of his five year first round pick contract. And they could have extended him after his third year, much like uh, the Chargers and the Bengals are going to do with their respective quarterbacks right now. They're yeah. going to extend them when they become extension eligible. So they at least have a wherewithal of how much they're going to end up paying this guy over the next seven or eight years. And the fact that he doesn't have an agent is probably why this did not get done two years ago. It should have been done two years ago. And then, lo and behold, in the midst of the, those two years... The Deshaun Watson fiasco takes place, and now all of a sudden, he in his own mind, and rightfully so, if I were him, I would be saying the same thing. Sure. Hey, I won an MVP. I've taken my team to the playoffs, and by the way, there are no scandals around me off the field, and I am the face of your franchise. So if he needs to have an agent fighting those fights, 
You know, not himself, not his mother, and not some lawyer. He needs to have, I'm telling you, go hire Daniel Jones's agents today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I don't know how he and his, whoever is representing him, is going to be talking to other teams under these conditions now. So now, the other thing that could happen is that, you know, the Ravens could still trade, you know, come up with the deal yeah. themselves and trade him. For less compensation than two first-round draft choices, if they wanted to, I, I guess they could still do that. I, but I, this is this is a really weird thing because he's not going to want to come back on this non-exclusive franchise tag no. and do what Dak did or do what Kirk Cousins did. I, I he's got to be totally unhappy with everything that's happened because he has played for five years. And should have gotten a contract extension two years ago. Now, remember, he doesn't have to sign this tag either. So the one person that was highly, and we mentioned him before, uh, Le'Veon Bell, the, the big one with the franchise tag, he didn't sign it. So if you don't sign that tag, even though you can't go and play for another team, you cannot be punished by the team for not showing up to training camp, not showing up to practice. You're not going to get fined. So he could not sign it. So if you're telling me, which... Is seems like a real, real possibility that it that this happened, or at least the Ravens believe that it happened. That Lamar Jackson didn't play when he could have at the end of the season last year. That if he did that, then he is fully capable of sitting out a year. Fully capable of not signing that tag and sitting out a year for the Baltimore Ravens, especially. He'll never make that money back. Yeah, I know, but but he's he's already made bad decisions. He's probably already lost. I you know I I'd give a conservative estimate, probably somewhere between. 15 and 35 million dollars somewhere in there and he's already lost that yeah and i i there's no way that he's going to make i don't see how there's a way that he can make it up and you know it's it's kind of interesting that you know Derek carr got 100 million guaranteed daniel jones basically 82 to 93 million dollars guaranteed but i haven't seen the construction of the contract all i know is that it has reduced his cap hit significantly from where it would have been had he had to play under the franchise tag. So at least the Giants have some certainty now as to how much money they would have to be able to sign other players. Somewhere, I think, around $50 million. If If it weren't for this new contract, that $50 million would probably be somewhere around $42 million. I mean, I uh, have 32 million. 32, yeah. So, so this, this helps the Giants in that regard. And, and that sounds like the Giants are going to be willing to spend some money and hopefully get another wide receiver in here. All right. So this is just funny to go through the timeline and they did a good job on CBSSports.com and this Lamar Jackson situation. So you find out that the non-exclusive tag happens at 302 for Lamar Jackson. 302 PM Eastern time is when Lamar Jackson gets tagged with the non-exclusive franchise tag. 316 PM. Diana Russini of ESPN. The Atlanta Falcons are not pursuing Lamar Jackson. <laughs> 3.35 p.m. If you're wondering, this is from Vincent Bonciore, a Raiders beat reporter. If you're wondering if the Raiders will be involved in Lamar Jackson, the answer is very unlikely. Okay, 4.30 p.m. The Panthers are not expected to be in the Jackson market per league sources. Jeff Darlington at 5.22 p.m. The Dolphins will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson. I mean, this is insane. The one, all right, here's Kimberly Martin, who we know, I believe she started at Newsday, 4.49 p.m. Washington, a team that on paper makes sense, just like the Falcons, but based on what I'm hearing, the commanders are not going to pursue Lamar Jackson. I mean, 
five teams in a matter of two hours had to make it clear that they were not pursuing him? I mean, at 26 I mean, years old? I don't know if they made it clear. I just think that the people that cover those teams probably yeah. have their inside sources and say we have no interest. But those are the teams that are saying that. I, 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 yeah, I know that. But I, those teams aren't doing it collectively so that they, they can't be considered collusion. No. I mean, if somebody is reporting something that they heard from a source, that doesn't mean that all five teams got in a room and said, you know, by the way, Let's not go after you know no, Lamar Jackson. I'm not suggesting that, but I'm suggesting that they are they are like minded in their independent thoughts. They they are like minded in the fact that they're not. They just they one they don't want them, and two they want people to know that they don't want them. Yeah, I don't think the Baltimore Ravens want them either. I really don't. Well, they no could let them walk, say, no matter what they say. I mean, and I think this is really going to be like a. I, I, I mean, Daniel Jones just got forty million dollars a year. Yeah. Has he been an MVP? No. He took his team to the playoffs and played a great playoff game, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, does he have a winning record? No. Um, would you say, uh, if I gave you a choice between Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson, who would you take? No, Lamar Jackson. So. Uh, okay, well, we <laughs> he should be making $40 million a year, and he doesn't have anybody representing him to get him that money. So if, if Daniel Jones got the non, cause that was, this was an option. If Daniel Jones got that non-exclusive tag yesterday instead of the long-term deal, do you believe the same thing would have happened with these teams? That Daniel Jones is not an option for the Falcons, for the Panthers? I, 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 honestly, I think anytime you put a person on, a player on this list, this non-exclusive list, um, I, I think most teams really want to stay away from it. Um, signing guys to offer sheets. Back in the, when I played, they used to sign offer sheets where there was a poison pill in there, so like a team couldn't, you know, come back and match it. Yeah, that happened with uh, Steve Hutchinson. Hutchinson yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it also happened with Nate Burleson. Yeah, I think it might have. Yeah, it was there the was Seahawks, a bunch of guys. Yeah. There was a bunch of guys even when I played that that had those kind of poison pills that were put in there that made it very difficult for teams to match those contracts. That that kind of stuff has stopped. Mm -hmm. They don't do that anymore. So. I just think this is a way for the teams to protect themselves and screw the players because no other team out there is going. I, it's very unlikely anybody is going to receive an offer given the the uh, positions that they play. Is somebody going to give up two first rounds for Evan Ingram? No, they're not going to do it. Nor Saquon Barkley, but or if Tony Pollard has got a broken leg. Yeah, there's there's no. But Lamar Jackson, yes. I mean, to me, no. I would. I thought that a team would give up two first round picks for Lamar Jackson. I just thought that that would be the going rate for a guy, a, a former MVP at 26 years old. You know I, how like the Jets, if they get um, Aaron Rodgers to come here, yeah. Which, if Green Bay has given the Jets the ability to go out and speak to Aaron Rodgers personally. Yeah, which they have. Yeah. That means that Aaron Rodgers has told Green Bay that I'm not coming back. Or Green Bay told them he's not coming back. Yeah, well, this, that, that's the politics of the crap that the fans sure. have to deal with and figure all that stuff out if you're a Green Bay fan. Yeah. But the Jet fan, nobody really cares. They mm -hmm. just want to be able to get uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying that if the Jets sign Aaron Rodgers, it will be worth... He'll be worth his weight in gold when it comes to off-season season ticket sales and sponsorships and all that kind of stuff. And the interest in the team, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and you know they're playing in the Hall of Fame game this year, which is great. You know they got they got a couple guys going into the Hall yeah, of Fame. Joe Flacco, Darrell Revis. Right. It's going to be a huge check contingent there. Yeah. Could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers is a part of all that? Sure. It'd be unbelievable. So the Jets' business side will make the money back. That's why I think if 
The Atlanta Falcons brought Lamar Jackson in to play quarterback with them the way that they are built right now. And they have more than enough money under the salary cap to go and make this happen so at why a reasonable number. As, as, they? Well, you know why? Because well, Lamar Jackson needs an agent. I'm telling you. Because, so it's because of the money, you're saying. It's because of the money. I, I just think he needs somebody in there, you know, fighting his battles yeah. and dealing with and not him getting all emotional about, you know, some of the negative things that he maybe feel are coming his way. Now, most of the team that he plays with, the guys that he plays with, like Calais Campbell, you know, they love Lamar and they want Lamar to stay in, in, in uh, Baltimore and they can't believe what's going on. But then again, they don't know what the front office thinks of Lamar Jackson and, and how this whole thing went down last year and how many injuries he sustained and whether or not he is truly committed to being that $40 million a year player. I'd like to think that that's the well, case. If but this, if I were Arthur Blank, this would be a no-brainer for me. I mean, but I would say I mean, $40 million a year. He's going to get more. He's got to get like 45 or more now that Daniel Jones is $40 million, right? I don't I, I don't. I'm telling you, man, there's, some, there's something going on here that is just... Like Derek Carr got $37.5 million. Mm-hmm. I ask you, Derek Carr, Daniel Jones, who you want? Well, right now, Daniel Jones. I do. Okay. I think he's going to get better. But if I would ask you that at the beginning of the season... I would laugh in the, your face for the question. <laughs> right. <laughs> said, what, so, are you, what, what are we even doing? I mean, you know, so if you are Lamar Jackson, I know where he's coming from. I, I understand his personal feelings about all of this. I would feel probably the same way that he does. But he's got to get somebody in there advocating for him. Yeah. He can't he can't keep this thing going the way it is. The most fascinating thing to me would be if the if Aaron Rodgers slips through the Jets' fingers and that's not a possibility. Is Woody Johnson desperate enough to get that quarterback to make a run at Lamar Jackson? Now I know what you're going to say about the offense. Let's take that away just for a second and the unhappy wide receivers. I'm talking about a desperate owner who wants a quarterback and almost had Aaron Rodgers right there and all that business side stuff that you're talking about that they got all excited about, would they be the Cleveland Browns from a few years ago because of the desperation of the organization and do something like that? I I would 90% say no. Okay. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree, but it's something that I've been thinking about because you, you know when you're that close to something and you don't get it, you're like, ah, now I got to settle for what? And this guy's available? Let's make a run at him now. We didn't get Carr. We didn't get Rodgers. Let's make a run at Lamar Jackson. So now. you never really know what's going on. You never really know the reputation of somebody or or what the internal reputation is of somebody. Yeah. You know, people don't want to be talking about this. Like the Baltimore Ravens don't want to be talking about anything negatively about Lamar. They're just going to keep saying, we're trying to get it done. We're trying to get it done. And maybe this will, you know, expedite things to get done. We'll see. We don't know. You know, we love Lamar. Lamar's our leader. You know, they're going to say all the right things. But I, I just, I just think that there are people within the league that know exactly what's going on in Baltimore and want to stay a million miles away from it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, which which is, one, he doesn't have an agent. Two, he wants Deshaun Watson's contract. And three, he might have quit on the team at the end of the year. Yes. I mean, that's a tough combination. That's three uh, strikes against. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This is one of those... Follow the private jet mornings. It has landed. The Jets are back. This is now, I feel like, one of those college football fans that, like, follows the private jets when the coaches are going from one school to another, like, or college basketball. Like, oh, man, like, where's Gus Malzahn got on a plane somewhere? Like, Lincoln Riley was on the USC private jet. Right, exactly. Oh, leaving know, Oklahoma. Oh, he's going. He's going. And he did. <laughs> I mean, the owner doesn't get on a private jet flying all the way across the country without the idea of signing the guy and convincing the guy to come and play for him. Sure, of course, the Jets want him and are going to do everything to get him. It's just that will they? I mean, they're going all in. We knew that they would, but will they? And I don't think him not coming back with the Jets is a bad sign. There was no way they were extracting him out of Malibu and bringing him back to have a press conference tomorrow. There's no way. But we all know that they have to get this figured out before March 15th. Right, which is Monday? Monday. Is it Monday now? No, no, no. 13th Monday, Wednesday. Right, Wednesday. 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 Okay. So they got to get it figured out because they have to make sure they understand where everybody sits in terms of the salary cap. That's the Green Bay Packers as well as the New York Jets and how they structure the contract. So I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers would have asked Woody Johnson, okay, are you going to be able to sign free agents if you bring me in? Of course. I mean, and, you know, and there's no and there's no tension between Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. No, they like each other. That's actually a good thing. Right. And I think, you know, while Zach would want to play, I'm sure he also recognizes the obvious. That he needs time and maybe he can learn underneath Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers and how those two communicate. So when it's time for Zach Wilson to try to take this thing over again, at least they'll have a little, a few of the answers that maybe he didn't have, you know, in the previous offense. And unprompted on McAfee's show about a month ago, Rodgers specifically brought up Zach Wilson and gushed about him Hmm. and Nathaniel Hackett. Right. Couple of guys, birds of a feather, those and two. Plus, yeah. his girlfriend's dad lives here in North Salem and has that place here. You know, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why Let's this just could call work. it like an election. Aaron Rodgers is a jet. <laughs> well, that's what the boomer said he was doing <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's over. It's, it's done. over. Yeah. I right. feel like it is. I don't think the Jets would go to this these extremes and then let Derek Carr move on. Yeah. One thing, because Rodgers is so cerebral with these things. The one thing I really want to know is does Brett Farb's trajectory when he left the Packers and went to the Jets play into this at all? He's like, I just, I'm, I'm following in his footsteps too much. And I just, I want my, he's been a guy who wants to, to blaze his own path. Look at how about on the Vikings next year? <laughs> well, either and that. And he'll be in prison. <laughs> well, uh oh, lawsuit coming your way. You know, he may actually be thinking, you know, I'll go to the Jets and I'll be better than Brett was. That's true. There's that too. Yeah. And like you said, there is a better team here now in place, I think, for a quarterback to take over. Man, I'll tell you what, if he, could you imagine they went out there and said, Look, we want to sign you, but in order to sign you, we got to pay you this much money because we want to go after Orlando Brown. Mm. Hey, you gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Yes. Well, then he's probably gonna say, well, "Screw that! You can get Bakhtiari for half the money, and I like him." 
And then the Jets be like, he never oh, stays healthy. Man. I don't know. It's just to me, I, 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 it, it makes too much sense. It's got to happen. Who does most of the talking in that meeting? Joe Douglas, Woody Johnson, Rob Sala. Who's doing most of the talking? Who's the? Man, I hope it's not the, Woody Johnson. Mm. I can tell you. You'll be a Hall of Famer if you come play for us. <laughs> yeah, I already am, Coach. Yeah. No, come on. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I would hope that it would be Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas would be the guy I would pick to be the point man in that situation. Well, Rob Sala, of course, and Nathaniel Hackett, his buddy. That's true. Yeah, him, too. He, I could see Nathaniel Hackett saying, look, man, it's going to be a, the same offense we ran in Green Bay. We got this guy doing this. We got this guy doing that. Where do you meet these guys? These guys got so much you know, energy, and it's, it's going to... You know, bring you to another level. It's going to make you feel good about being with a new place. I, I can understand all of that. Maybe things got stale in Green Bay. So I think it was Brian Costello who tweeted out yesterday that when the Jets were pursuing Favre, they sent him a picture of a large farm near Florham Park that had a lake. And they That's said, Woody hey, Johnson's farm and you can go uh, turkey hunt. Right. So you could hunt and fish yeah. over there. And they said, hey, look at this. Like, what do they send Aaron Rodgers? A if, picture of North Salem and say, look, you could live here and nobody's going to bother you. And you could take the helicopter over to, uh, you know, over to Florham Park. Yeah, I was going to say a toilet in a shed somewhere. <laughs> like, that's oh, probably what they're going to have. Toilets! Toilets! <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else they would show them. You know, what is the thing that Aaron Rodgers wants? What do you want? That's got to be the hardest question to figure out from the Jets' perspective. All right, Jerry, what's going on in sports? Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So we wait, we wait, we wait. We'll see what happens with Rodgers. Jets meeting with them, as we know. You've discussed it. Blah, blah, blah. Daniel Jones, four years, 160. $35 million in incentives as well. Looks like there's an out after two years. We'll see. Guaranteed $82 million over the first two years of this deal. And uh, Saquon Barkley gets tagged for $10.1 million. You got the Lamar Jackson situation as well. The Bucks releasing left tackle Donovan Smith. The Dolphins cutting a cornerback Byron Jones. All right, we get to the basketball last night in the Garden. Things were going swimmingly for the Knicks. They were uh, doing what they were supposed to do to the Hornets. And then the fourth quarter came, and then things turned quite quickly. Here's Hayward off the inbounds. So Gordon Hayward will head to the free throw line. That is Kenny Albert on yes. MSG. No, uh, not for your Knicks. 112-105 was the final. Hayward, the hoop, and the foul there. He finished with 23 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Kelly Oubre Jr. had 27. Tom Thibodeau says, boy, things were going well. When we came out, we had a 16-point lead. And then the first three or four minutes, we just traded buckets. And so we were playing with fire there. And uh uh, fell short in the end. Maybe. Yeah, then but I played all my guys 35 minutes and, you know, <laughs> they just ran out of gas. You know what? I have found a guy that I could root for. I have found a guy Can that wears blue and orange that I could actually root for. Josh Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart. And you want to know why Josh Hart's the guy? Because while people are saying we're gassed, we're fatigued, Josh Hart is saying, screw that. We're playing basketball. You got people getting up at 6 a.m. doing 12-hour shifts. Those guys are tired. You know, for us, that we're playing a game, and obviously we're fortunate enough to play a game like this where we have to 
Um, that I mean, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I, I appreciate that because there are those of us who get up, you know, somewhere between three and four in the morning and work four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to reference you, Jerry, and say we got guys that fly out to Minnesota, <laughs> watch a Buster Peter Laws, get on a plane, sleep on a couch. He was not referencing me, <laughs> but good for him for saying that. It's the same night too, where even Julius Randall, who's played great, mm. he actually said we're gassed. At this point. And then you got Hart on the other side of the locker room saying, uh, stop. Not that he was referring to Randall at all. But I just thought Obi Toppin should have gotten some more time. That's all. And then you know, just limit some of the minutes and give some of the guys a breather and get some energy out there. Knicks uh, had their nine-game winning streak come to an end. They're in Sacramento tomorrow night. As for the Nets, they went to Houston and took care of the Rockets. Jalen Green turned it over as Paxton comes away with it for Brooklyn. Up the left side with the dribble. Step through in the paint. Tough leaner. Baked it home for Nick Claxton. He's got 11. Nets go up by 18. And they won by uh, 22. 118-96 was the final score. Uh, Nick Claxton, 18 points he would finish with. 13 rebounds, 4 block shots, 34 Mikael Bridges. Here's Claxton uh, on Bridges. Enjoys playing with him and sees the type of player he can be. He's just, he's just been... Just so poised, just getting to his spot. You would think that he's been playing this way for his whole career, offensively. And I think he continue to, he can continue to get better. Which is good for them, since he's scoring 30 on uh, most nights. Nets have won three in a row. Tough next as they go to Milwaukee tomorrow night. I think the Bucks have won 19 of 20 uh, is that number for them. Meantime, the Mavericks beat the Jazz 121-16. Kyrie Irving had 33. And the Sixers just destroyed the T-Wolves 117-94. A whopping 39 for Joel Embiid. He was on TNT afterwards, not worried about MVP voting this time around. This year, you know, I've taken a different approach. Just trying to focus on the right things, uh, you know, win games, dominate, uh, which I've been doing. And whatever happens, happens. Uh, you know, obviously, we would have loved to, you know, win one. That's the, you know, the best award anymore. Anyone can And I was get. telling you yesterday, he was 19 for 19 from the free throw line last time out. Nine for nine last night, which means he's made his last 28 foul shots, which is pretty damn impressive. Now, in Los Angeles, we talked last hour about Pau Gasol getting his number retired. Lakers did beat the Grizzlies 112-103. Pau Gasol, not a household name. I mean, some people struggle with the name Giannis Antetokounmpo. We know that. Uh, Some people might struggle with the name Ryan Smith, depending upon where you're from. Al is from here, not a basketball (laughs) fan, admittedly, and did struggle this morning when bringing up this story. I saw a story that the Lakers retired Paul. What do you say his first name? Paul Casal. <laughs> Paul. Paul Casal. <laughs> I know it's Paul. Paul. It looks like Paul without the L. <laughs> Paul Casal. <laughs> What's his name, Jerry? So I thought, thinking back, you remember when we used to watch Batman as children? And then there were the fight scenes would come up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Boof. Yeah, pow, bang. Yeah. I wondered if we didn't spell it out, if we actually played it out, what it would sound like. Pow. 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 Pow.
Sometimes I'm like confident right until I look at it. Well, I go, let me look at it one last time before I say it. Then I get all thrown off. <laughs> Paul Gasol was and Jerry definitely just, my favorite. <laughs> and then Jerry just stares at me, waiting for me to try it again. Right. Well, that's the best part. He doesn't correct them. I'm, I'm letting that go. lets it happen. But he also doesn't say if I say it correctly either. Well, when you're wrong, I'm going to let it keep being wrong. Because <laughs> you had half the name right. Like you would go, pow, Gasol? <laughs> no. And then it would be... Paul Gasol? <laughs> Paul Gasol is the best. That sounds like a French cartoon cat character. Right? Yes. Paul Gasol stars in kitty litter, too. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. <gasps> Anyhow, uh, let's see. Spring baseball. Mets played the Astros to a 5-5 tie. Carlos Carrasco, three innings, one run ball. Said always go with the pitch clock this time around. Ronnie Mauricio continues his solid spring with a two-run single. Jalen Davis, not sure who he is. He hit a home run in that game uh, as well. Uh, Max Scherzer makes the start tonight as the Mets play Nicaragua. Uh, I imagine it's one of the teams in the WBC, which did get underway, I think, late last night, as a matter of fact. I think Brandon Nimmo's playing for Nicaragua this year. <laughs> I don't know where Brandon Nimmo's playing. Isn't um, he playing for, didn't he say he's going to play Italy? for Italy? Is he really? Yeah. I thought no, he no, was no, one he that said he, he wasn't going to play. That's right. He, stay, okay. he stepped back and After said the no. contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he didn't go. Uh, day game for the Yankees and Cardinals. You got Garrett Cole on the mound there. The Devils played the Maple Leafs last night. Not a good third period for New Jersey as Toronto scored three times, including this one. Three minutes to go in the third. Nylander down the right wing wall in the Devils' end. In front, Matthew scores. It's a power play goal, and Toronto leads four to three. So, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> An unusual night for New Jersey, who uh, blow a lead and they lose to Toronto four three. Uh, the Devils' 16th regular uh, regulation loss, 41-16 and six. Uh, as Toronto with that uh, three goals in the third for the win. The Islanders beat the Sabres 3-2 as they notch their 33rd win on the season. Here was Josh Bailey, who knows, had to have it. Yeah, I mean, obviously we knew what was, you know, going into the game, the situation and the standings and what have you. And we use that as motivation. I think it gets you excited. It gets you juiced up for the game. And um, you want to go out there and just uh, have your best performance as a team. And I thought we uh, we obviously did enough to get the win tonight. Mm-hmm. And he also went on to say, you know, we're just trying to catch the Rangers. Really, is all we're trying to do. <laughs> right now, that's what we're focused on is catching the Rangers in the standings. And if we do that, that's basically like winning the cup. So <laughs> might be for them. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, college bands, so we're on to these conference tournaments. We know Hofstra was bounced a couple of nights ago. Who won last night? College of Charleston. Check. Charleston, B. Wellington. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Big East tournament today. Three o'clock start for St. John's and Butler at the Garden. Then you have Seton Hall taking on DePaul later tonight. I think that's 5.30. DePaul. 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 Gasol. And then Rutgers plays at noon tomorrow in Chicago against Michigan as the Big Ten tournament will start. Actually starts tonight with the first two games. And uh, selfishly, congratulations, Caleb McConnell of Rutgers, defensive player your second time. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yep. For that's that's pretty, not selfish. That's cool. news, man. No, I think it's great, actually. So, yeah. second year in a row for him. So. All right. Very good, Jerry. Thank you. It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Ford Tough <clears throat> Studio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
CBS Sports Network. All this Jets news and something went unnoticed yesterday. There was a man who posted a selfie of himself. I guess that's a little redundant. Posted a selfie and he looked great. And that man is Makai Becton. The skinniest I've ever seen Makai Becton in the best shape I have ever seen. The guy almost looks like a different person. Good. I'm glad. And hopefully it wasn't photoshopped or it wasn't. No. Uh, he, uh, he's he got a lot of money on the table and he's got a lot of opportunity. Don't waste it. Yeah, he and he's not right now. And obviously he did there for a while. And that was a, a, a huge deal. And we talked about it plenty. But. So he he started a trend yesterday. You know, there was a lot of people who were uh, copying him and sending him stuff like selfies in the in the mirror and and trying to to show how in shape they were. I was not one of those people that was going to do that. Uh, but he is he's showing off, man, and that's great. And he probably I get last year was probably the the moment where he was like I. I can't do this any longer. Like I, I, I've got this opportunity right here, and he thought he could come in and and just be able to play. He obviously didn't get on the field right away. Has another major injury, and that was that. So this wait, was wait, 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 he sees the contracts that Andrew Thomas and Tristan Wirfs are going to get. Here he is. Look at him. It's awesome. He it's looks great. totally. And if you haven't seen it, he's Big Ticket seventy three. Uh, on Twitter, I mean, he he looks, and if you like, you forgot what he looked like prior to this. Go back and look at some of those photos. I mean, he, he is probably so. We were guessing he was around four hundred pounds. Well, he was. He was right. I told pounds. you that. I yeah, told yeah. you all season that you know he was one step from getting cut. I mean, he might you know, be three thirty five right now, so something like that. Whatever, whatever he's figured out, he's gotten that part of it under control, and that's the most important part because you can't play if you're. A big fat slob. You just can't. <laughs> He's not so you got, you got to come in. You got to be focused and you got to be motivated. And, you know, this is the NFL, man. This is where they're paying a lot of money to a lot of players. Look at this money that's going out. I know. And, it's, and if, you, if you are one of these young players that are one of these draft picks and you got your head completely up, you know, you're, you're, you know what? Uh, you're just blowing an opportunity for life-altering, life-changing money. Yeah, and he's at one of those premium positions. <laughs> well, left tackle, or offensive line, right tackle too, uh, edge rusher, corner, and obviously quarterback. Your wide receivers turning into one of them too. But with th- that, that left tackle, if you're a great left tackle, that's a premium position, and you get paid a Look ton at Dwayne of money. Brown. Look how long Dwayne Brown has lasted, and he wants to come back again, and he played with a rotator cuff problem last right. year. I mean, that's if that isn't motivation, see, that's the kind of motivation that you're hoping that Aaron Rodgers is going to bring to Zach Wilson. You're yeah. hoping that Dwayne Brown had a positive impact on Makai Becton. And Makai Becton now can learn from, you know, some immature mistakes that he made early on, come back this year and be the force that he's supposed to be. And if he is, man, and I mean, that's... That's a little bit of a bonus that nobody's really even been thinking about Sure, for the New York Jets. And if he comes back and they put him at right tackle, if Dwayne Brown's going to be the left tackle or whatever, they come back healthy and they move him over to left tackle, whatever it is, that is a bonus that you know is unforeseen at this point and very few people are talking about. Yeah, and I forgot about him until yesterday when I saw that selfie. Wasn't even on the radar. And that uh, bonus is right. All right, let's take some calls at 877-337-6666. Brian and Breezy Point. What's going on, Brian? Hey, I akin this to the Lufthansa heist. I'm a longtime Giant uh, season ticket holder. Um, Boomer, look at the Giants' schedule coming up. I see seven wins. 
if they franchise tag Jones, he has no leverage going into 24. And I don't think he's our quarterback in 25. This was well played by Giant, uh, by Jones's camp. What do you think? I, I do think that, but I also know that because his salary cap number is going to be around $18 million, he cuts that franchise number in half. And hopefully, like, you don't give a guy like... And like you don't want to give anybody forty million dollars a year and then not support him with the right people around him. So now it's up to Joe Shane. You know they got some other maneuvering that they have to do, but they have to go get some top end wide receivers. They'll probably draft one, I would think. Yeah, and I would think that maybe. And again, I keep saying this, and I know that Duke Tobin, the player personnel guy for the Cincinnati Bengals, said it's it's not going to happen. But a guy like T. Higgins is available. Forget Jacoby Myers. I'm not paying him sixteen to eighteen million. I'm sorry. You know he can go play with some other really good quarterback, and maybe he's a difference maker. I don't. I don't see that with Daniel Jones. But I could see T. Higgins being that difference maker. Sure. And you know, as you said, it doesn't matter what these guys say. Mike Vrabel said, as long as I'm here, A.J. Brown's going to be here. Two weeks later, ended up getting traded. Yeah, but just remember, though, what happened in Tennessee. that They fired the GM. The GM got fired. Yeah, but after A.J. Brown went off against Tennessee when they played Philadelphia. I understand. But the, the point being that a lot of these guys say a lot of things. Dave Gettleman said, I didn't sign Odell Beckham Jr. to trade him. Then he traded him. Uh, so a lot of these guys say stuff and don't follow through with it. All right, so the schedule is not out for the Giants. So I know well, that we know who they're playing. We know who their opponents are, and they play the AFC East this year. So obviously they play the Jets and the Patriots and the Dolphins and the Bills. That's going to be a tough sledding. They also play the NFC West. Mm. Well, you got the Cardinals are going to be terrible. You got the Rams. I don't know what the hell they're going to they be. They're going to be mediocre at best, and I only give mediocre just simply because it's Sean McVay as a coach. Okay, so we got terrible and mediocre. You got the San Francisco 49ers that, barring their quarterback situation, could be contending for a Super Bowl again. That is a road game. They are at San Francisco. That is a difficult game. Well, he'll find out. You know, just what Eli found out. You want to beat them, you got to stand in there, take a beating. And the Seahawks at home. And now the teams, the other teams that they play. That are not, a po- obviously, they're the NFC East opponents. We understand that uh, both home and away. They play the Saints on the road. They play the Raiders on the road. And they play the Green Bay Packers at home. I, you know, looking at the schedule now, look at the opponents now. It's Who the hell knows? I thought that the Seattle Seahawks were going to be a team that had the first overall pick in the draft last year. And they ended up going to the playoffs. So you don't know. But I don't think the opponents are that like, their road games are not that crazy. Well, the question that I would have for you right now as we sit here with Daniel Jones getting $40 million a year, are the New York Giants appreciably better than where the Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, and Washington Commanders are? Well, they still got a lot of work to do. Not yet. They still got a lot of work to do. They're not going to be better than the Eagles this year. Uh, on paper, although the Eagles are going to lose a bunch of guys, just so you know that. Yeah, I got. Well, I got to see, and they have to pay Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. The way that that number comes out, sure. Yeah, that's going to be uh, <laughs> so because Jalen Hurts is in the same boat as T. Higgins is. Right, they're going into the fourth year of their four-year contract that they their rookie contract. Uh, there's no tag. There's no nothing. There's just a number there that they know that the the teams that. Are they're playing for are not going to pay them that number this coming year. That that is that's the that's the beauty of being drafted in the second round. You make less money, but once you prove yourself, you get to the second contract faster. 
and you have a much bigger bump in the first contract. Let's go to Thomas and Smithtown. What's going on, Thomas? Hey, Boomer. Hey, Gio. How you guys doing? Good, Thomas. Good morning, men and Gio. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I just want to talk about Daniel Jones. Okay, do it. All right, so um, how many dimes are we paying this guy this year? What's going on with this? A lot of dimes. <laughs> a lot of dimes. A wheelbarrow full of dimes. <laughs> Damn straight. I would say that it's a... Uh it's like a freight train of dimes. Yeah, obviously. And he, listen, he earned it. He might not have earned every penny of $40 million, but he certainly went out there and he earned it. Mark in Virginia Beach, what's going on, Mark? Yes, uh, first-time caller and long-time listener. All right, Mark, what do you got? Yeah, I, I was wondering since they settled the contract with um, Daniel Jones. Do you think the Giants would go, go after um, Hopkins from Arizona? Or if they would get um, T. Higgins from Cincinnati. And do you think that would keep Barkley happy so um, he, um, he wouldn't shop shop um, shop around? Oh, he's going to shop around. I can tell you that. Now, whether or not anybody's going to give him an offer is unlikely. As far as DeAndre Hopkins is concerned, you could probably get him for a song right now from the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, but be careful. I, I would not, beware. I would, no, I wouldn't want him here. Yeah. I would not want him here. Uh, I, you know, I, you, I, what I want is I want guys like T. Higgins here. That would be the guy that I would target if I could get him. If I could get him, I'd try to go get him. He, he is, um, and I know he doesn't want to leave Joe Burrow. I, I know he doesn't want to leave, leave Cincinnati. But, you know, he's got to make his own money. And now is the time for T. Higgins to hit, you know, hit the lottery. Is there any chance that he... Well, this, the, the Bengals shouldn't do this. But is there any chance that he just plays out this last no year way. because he wants to go win a Super Bowl? No way. <laughs> no way. Come on, man. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah, I, I guess what it's all about. But it's also about taking care of your home and I taking know. care of your, your family. Me, I'm and not arguing that. And, and taking care of your, you know, your chickens. Your chickens. You got to take care of your chickens, Al. <laughs> take care of them chickens. Uh, let's go to AJ in Queens. What's going on, AJ? Hey, guys. Boomer. Uh, first time caller, Boomer. Uh, I don't know if you remember me, AJ Robinson. Uh, just calling to talk about the Giants, seeing where we're going next after uh, Saquon and uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, do we keep? Do we? Are we going to keep Julian Love, Sterling? Mm, Sterling Shepard. You know he's going to come back from an injury. I, I think they have to make a decision about Leonard Williams as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they still have some stuff that they have to maneuver within their own roster. And then I, I'm telling you, their number one targets are going to be linebackers and wide receivers. That's what I would think their number one targets are going to be. They need linebackers desperately. I mean, this has been a problem for a very long time now. I mean, this is throughout all the head coaches, the general managers, I mean, the end of the Jerry Reese era into Gettleman, now into Joe Shane. The, the history of the, the great linebackers and Giants history. I mean, they just... They're, they're, they're like known for great linebackers. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. just they haven't had those guys. And you got to draft them. You have to find a way to get those great line. And I know the game has changed and the edge rushers are a big part of it. And the Giants have a, a couple of those guys and they've got great defensive tackles. And Dexter Lawrence is, is awesome too. But got to get some linebackers. The question is, can they, can they pluck one or two of these linebackers, you know, out of free agency for a reasonable amount of money and a reasonable amount of term? Yeah. What, Tremaine Edmonds is. I mean, is one. there's going to be a bunch of guys that are going to be available. The question is, you know, how much do they have left in the tank? What are they looking to draft? 
And can they find somebody that maybe Wink Martindale has an understanding as to, you know, can be the leader on defense? Right. Yeah, which at this point, like who's the leader on that defense right now? Is the, the, or last year's leader on that defense? Dexter Lawrence has to be Dexter well, Lawrence. Yeah, but he doesn't, he's not going to say much. He's a defensive tackle. Those guys are, you know, they're grinders, man. Yeah. You, you need a, you need like a, a badass safety. You need somebody like a middle linebacker that's going to be, you know, like Blake Martinez might have been that guy prior, might, you know, to, prior to being cut last year. But now he's dealing with Pokemon cards. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Making millions doing that. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 